0: I'm Joe Morgenstern, the film critic of The Wall Street Journal. Michael Mann's Public Enemies never lacks for interest or interesting info. Back in the 1930s, for instance, the FBI was simply called the Bureau of Investigation. The movie conducts its own investigation of an era when J. Edgar Hoover and his agents were locked in self-promotional combat with self-mythologizing criminals. This gangster drama stars Johnny Depp as the bank robber John Dillinger and Christian Bale as Dillinger's G-Man nemesis, Melvin Purvis. It's an elegant and piece of filmmaking from start to finish. What the movie lacks is any sense of elation. It's joyless by choice, although moments of passion do burst through the prevailing gloom like muzzle flashes in the night. Johnny Depp's performance sets the tone. Don't look for Depp the entertainer, the sly eccentric who gave Pirates of the Caribbean its whimsical soul is nowhere to be found. This time, the actor gives himself heart and head to a portrayal of a tightly disciplined, not so bad guy who struggles to reconcile the risks he runs for money with the love he feels for his beautiful girlfriend, Billy Frechette. She's played by Marion Cotillard. It's an impressive performance, rather than an exciting one, and for a while, Christian Bale's Purvis seems to be Dillinger seen darkly in a mirror. As often as not, though, the G-man sounds and even looks like the Dark Knight, his voice stuck in breathy mutterings, his eyes burning beneath a fedora carapace. The one consistent source of surprise and delight is Marion Cotillard, who won an Oscar last year for her performance as Edith Piaf in La Villain Rose. Watch closely what she does and you still won't know how she does it. Her scenes are the dramatic equivalent of Ricky Jay's card tricks. It's abundantly clear, though, that an actress of singular skill has created a complex character, smart, forthright, fearless, and yet touchingly tender, out of relatively little screen time. John Dillinger was a purposeful criminal, and Michael Mann is a purposeful director. It's not to equate the career categories only to say that man makes movies with distinctive looks, often dark, and distinctive perspectives, often distant. His virtuosity is on display in several set pieces, a track down in an apple orchard, a precision plan jailbreak, a playful interlude involving J. Edgar Hoover in a newsreel. Best of all, he does a bravura dramatization of the FBI's botched attempt to capture Dillinger and his gang at a rustic lodge in northern Wisconsin. To find tonal variety in the visual and moral darkness of public enemies, Michael Mann and his masterful cinematographer, Dante Spinotti chose high-definition digital equipment which shines in low-light situations, instead of using film, which needs more light but yields greater nuance. The results can be sumptuous as well as shadowy. An overhead shot in blacks and browns of the Dillinger gang entering a bank, a nighttime media circus, 1930s version, lit by news photographers' flares, a remarkable recreation of the FBI's ambush outside Chicago's Biograph Theater. That's where Dillinger went to see a Clark Gable gangster film called Manhattan Melodrama. The scene inside the theater is fascinating, too. Dillinger connects intensely with Gable's Blackie Gallagher, whose personality is as exuberant as Dillinger's is muted. But our connection with public enemies remains abstract. The darkness and the distance kill the fun. I'm Joe Morgenstern, and I'll be back on KCRW next week with more reviews.